Log Talk Radio.
antidepressants that they're giving out, um, I can tell you right now, these are, these are just synthetic variants of LSD, mescaline, uh, window pane acid, and, and, and things like that. You know, they took, basically what they did was, in my opinion, they took a Bonnie and Clyde drug, turned it into synthetic, gave it a long-ass fancy name, and they said, here, this is a Donnie and Marie drug now. And these kids take these things, and here you have uh, a kid that is, uh, he's antisocial, uh, has an inferiority complex, and has a real bad temper. So he's on this medication, and the only places he finds satisfaction or peace of mind is playing call to the call. What I wanted to add to that is, uh, uh, is that, yeah, I mean, but, yes, we do have a mental health crisis, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, but no one should be surprised. Something they work on for decades, uh, and you know, even when it's the bad guy, sometimes when they do a really good job, you gotta fucking give them the tip of the hat. They set out right. to destroy the American family. They took God out of the school, they took patriotism out of the school. Uh, if you're white, you're uh, Evil uh, groups. That, there's four thousand three hundred twelve genders. Uh, you know, and they they pounded this for four decades, and they got the exact results they wanted. They have an oh, yeah. angry, spoiled. They have an angry, spoiled generation. When I say spoiled, when they took raising the children out of the parents' hands that they could call CPS when they were good and that ass whooping they dearly needed. You know? Uh, uh, and, you know, this is what you get. And you know what? I'm going to tip my hat. You know, that was their plan all along. They got there, and they were very successful, and nobody did anything to fucking stop them. Oh, you know, no. oh, no. And, and where I left off, you know, this kid, he, the only solitude he finds is playing these video games. Now, here you have a teenager, an adolescent. Uh, he's spending hours, maybe days, in front of a video screen with a controller in his hand, and he's wigged out on all of these drugs, on these antidepressant drugs. Okay, now all of a sudden the flip point comes around. This video game he's playing, like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Call of Duty. The, well, the Call of Duty is one thing, okay, but the Grand Theft Auto has rampages in it. And oh, yeah, look at this game, these rampages, people walking into an office with an AK-47 and just shooting the whole goddamn place up. 
comes here here comes the flip point to these drugs and 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 this nutrition deprivation and all of this because these kids don't know you know maybe he's eating a a, a, a thing of ramen noodles or some pizza rolls in the mild microwave every three days or something uh drinking red bulls on top of that i mean he's wigged out so all of a sudden the flip point comes around and this is what he's watching on this screen is becomes reality to him and reality becomes a fiction and fantasy. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be the Billy Badass gangster, he's gonna be the hero, he's gonna be this, he's gonna be that. So he finds some miracle, pulls twenty five hundred dollars out of his ass and go buys a a rifle, you know, and 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 he and he flips out. He goes to to elementary school and flips out. That is what the problem is. If you look at the connection, okay, the connection is going into a public place and shooting people. And all of these individuals, every one of them, were on prescribed antidepressants. It is a fact. It is yep. a fact. So there's got to be a connection here, Carmelita and Russ and Joe. There has got to be. There has well, got I to had be. To, I had to pull my two grandchildren out of school today. Got a call, right? So, and they didn't know I was here. And I was just on a Zoom meeting. Okay, with my daughter last week, okay? And everybody knows I'm a no-nonsense woman, and they also know that I'm pretty well-educated and well-versed in the law around this area and other things. So today, okay, my grandson's been getting bullied, both of them, all right? And the reason my uh, one grandson, the 8-year-old, has gastro problems is because these little punk-ass kids, feel they can turn the bathroom light off on him, all right, and it scares the hell out of him, all right, while he's trying to be thrown to the restroom. And then he gets yelled at by the teacher because he's taking too long. Keep in mind, he does have gastro issues, so it takes him a while, all right, so he gets bullied. Now he's being bullied by the teachers, all right? So then my other grandson today, and this was observed, and I made clear to them today, oh, yeah, I can promise you the uh, acting principal, she thought she could get cocky with me. That was her first mistake. I had my police body cam on the whole time, dude, as I was interacting with her and everyone in the office. Well, it was observed today when he was out on the playground. There's this one kid named Barack, another kid named King, another kid named Jewelry, okay? And Barack went right up and shoved him to the ground, Okay. So he got back up because he doesn't want to get, you know, he doesn't want to get profiled because he's constantly, it's always him, him, him. That's what they're trying to say. But this was observed now by two adults. Two adults observed this shit. So he got back up, and this block came right back over, shoved him straight down to the ground again. And then he was called a little white bitch. Okay? All right. So I go up there, and I was like, I'm here to pick up my two grandsons, and it was probably around 12 o'clock, right? And all of a sudden, you know, the acting principal 
came out, and I said, first of all, I want a copy of your policy showing me your bullying policy. I said, second of all, uh-huh. I'm meeting with the Board of Education. She says, well, I'm sure you can do that on your own. I said, don't you worry. I know who the county executive is, and yes, I will follow up with it. I said, and I will also find out who your risk manager is, and I will also find out who this person is and that person. Oh, I wasn't playing. I, I kept my composure, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to let this roll the way you think. So tomorrow, when they go to school, I'm going to be sitting out there, and I have cameras that are ran through my truck, okay? Everything is video 24-7. And I'm going to have my face cam on, and I'm going to have my my body cam, and I'm going to stand out there. I'm going to stand out there on public property with my cameras pointed in the direction that he's playing so I can get everything on video, okay, everything. Mm -hmm. And instead of me taking it to them, I'm airing that shit. I'm going to air that shit on Telegraph. I'm going to air that shit on Gab. I'm going to air that shit on all the social sites and show them what's happening in schools. I had a similar situation with my granddaughter Miranda at Thomas A. Levy Elementary School uh, a few years ago. Uh, She was being bullied by this by this boy, pushed down, whatever. And uh, she would come home crying. She don't want to go to school, whatever. And uh, every time I give advice to the grandkids, well, you know, Papa gets in trouble. So uh, one, the next two days after that, uh, the boy hemmed her up, pushed her down, slapped her, this, that, and the other and went into the boys' restroom. Well, Miranda decided she done had enough. So she grabs a five-pound fire extinguisher off the wall, walks into the boys' bathroom, sticks the nozzle under the stall, and unloads that son of a bitch on you. Okay. Uh, Talked about that, yeah. I'd like to say uh, Pandemonium went haywire. You know, it fogged up the school. They thought there was a fire or whatever. All the people got called out. It was all hands, you know, all hands on deck, you know, call out. Sheriff's Department, Fire Department, EMS, everything. Well, I end up in the office with her and... Uh, you know, she, the principal said, tell me what you told me your papa said. He said, don't back down. If you have to pick something up and put it on somebody's ass to get respect, you do it, no matter what it is. If you're not strong enough to beat them, if they disrespect you, you put something on their ass that they will respect. And then well, that's what my daughter said. Well, my daughter told the principal. Let me tell you what, in this Zoom meeting, and I am not joking. Oh, they, wanted, they wanted to charge me with they wanted to charge me with everything under the sun. They wanted to charge me with everything, including shooting President Lincoln behind this. You would not believe what I went through. And and I told you know, today, was, the social worker wants some wants some medicated. They want, because Katie, my one grandson will move around on the floor, okay? 
They said he means too much. He needs to be medicated. That's just what a social well, they, worker they, said, right? They, they, told, they told me the same thing, that I have anger management issues, and, and, and I'm passing them on to my grandchildren. Anger okay. management issues. Dude, I had to go through anger management. Let me tell you what. When you go through anger management, the thing is, you're in there with a bunch of angry people. So you end up coming out even more pissed off than what you went in as. Right, it does right. not work. And right. this social worker came out and said that both of these kids need to be medicated. So my answer was, I'm sorry, are you, or do you have MD at the end of your name? Are you a psychiatrist? Well, yeah. Are you a psychologist? Are you a psychotherapist? If I want your input, I'll ask for it. Because getting your oh, input is like opening up a box of cracker jacks and getting that small little shitty kid. I got, you know, I got labeled everything in the book. And you know, you know, y'all all know me by now. I don't bite my tongue. You know, if I got something to say, I'm going to say it, whether it's sarcastic, offensive, whatever. Fuck you if you like it. Fuck you if you don't. But the boy's mother came over there and, you know, once the paramedics got through with him, you know, he had all of the dust all over him, the the, the fire retardant all over him. And just look at my, just look, you don't have anything to say? You don't want to apologize? You don't have anything to say about this? I said, well, I said, I said, well, if it was back in the day, now he could ride in the front of the bus. <laughs> and, right. You know, and uh, they didn't appreciate that shit too much. <laughs> well, a okay. seven-year-old grabbed my six-year-old granddaughter by her ass in class. Let me tell you what, thank God I was not in this state then because that would not have been well. I would be probably spending some little bit of time eating three hots and a cot, you know, but the fact of the matter is, I'm like, uh-uh, nah. And when I went up there today, I made it clear, because the VP, the acting principal, thought she could be a Barney badass, and she's like, well, Mr. Walker's not here right now. I said, I know he's not. His father's ill. I said, Brooke. Well, Carmelita, Carmelita, on, 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 on that, okay, a lot of these schools, they don't have the uniform code, okay? And let me tell you something. There's some schools in Louisiana that don't. And the way those girls go dressed to school, let me tell you something. They mothers and fathers got some serious problems with letting their daughters walk out the house dressed like they're dressed to go to school. My granddaughter is a straight-up Tom girl. She'd punch you in the nose in a heartbeat and call it a damn day. But when you grab me, <laughs> you know, when some boy grabs my granddaughter by the ass, oh, hell no. But then we get told, well, yes, your grandson got hit, but he turned around and he hit the two boys. He said, Two boys were holding him while the other boy hit him, but then he turned around, stabbed the one boy with a pencil, and then he hit the other boy. I said, exactly. That's called self-defense. You understand yeah. those words? Self-defense. He well, said, there you, is you no know, self-defense. Right. I said, well, there's zero bullets. 
Yeah. You can't do that nowadays because now they want to put your kid on Ritalin. They want to put him on antidepressants. They want to put him on Thorazine, Haldol, Polyctrium, all of that stuff there. You know, yeah, and, all right, everybody, we're done eavesdropping in there on their conversation there. Uh, well, they were started off there pretty good there in the beginning there, but, uh, you know, they got into the school stuff or whatever, so I don't know what they're talking about. That's the kind of, I don't want to turn into Beavis and Butthead show after that. But uh, anyway, uh, all right, so understanding the times in which we live today. Um. Well, what they began, well, I'm getting a message right now. Well, they were talking about Iran is getting ready for the, uh, the you know, the uh, EMP attack on the United States, and uh, the military is uh, is, uh, is bleeding really bad, and there's, they've got 60,000 uh, plainclothes military personnel around the country talk, you know, uh, doing this and doing that. I, I Look, I've heard it all before. And I heard about this, and this is going to happen, and that's going to happen, and this is going to happen, and the rapture is going to happen, and you know we're all going to be. You know, listen, it's not going to happen right now. It's, it's not there yet. There's still there's too much going. Listen, when you're in this little reality of this alternative media, and I look, the alternative media is important to get your facts, but you have to decipher whether because there's a lot of garbage out there too. And you really, I want you to have to, you know. Go out into the world, get out of the bubble of your home or this little bubble that we're in right now, and go out and go sit in a courtroom tomorrow or go sit, go to a store or go into a crowd, go into reality around other people and look around and then compare it to what, we were just, what they were just talking about uh, or, or everything's going to end. And see how fast you're like, nothing's going to happen. You know, it, you know, it, or, or you got these sovereigns out there with birth certificate nonsense. You know, uh, you, you know, uh, you, you know. Listen, you really got to be careful. It's so hard to explain, and you got, and believe me, you can fall into the trap of looking under a rock everywhere you go for a, a Freemason. You know, you have to be careful because you could be sucked into this conspiracy world and really get yourself in trouble. You have to be careful. I, I, the liberty is liberty and freedom is dangerous if because it's a responsibility. Okay, I look. We all know the government's corrupt. Listen, I can tell you that firsthand. I swear to you, I, everything that I've experienced, what I've done, there's a lot of corruption out there, and there are bad things that do happen to people, and you can get lost behind the scenes, and where you have nobody to call for help because you're in this rabbit hole so deep. And you're sucked into this new world order, okay? Uh, and the grips of evil out there. And you have nobody to call for help. Trust me, because nobody will listen. It's not that easy to get your name on the 6 o'clock news when you're in the right and you're trying to do the right thing. Trust me. Because nobody will tell your story, okay? So you have to be careful. Now, if you want to go out there and throw your life away and be a complete idiot and do something crazy, yeah, you, you know, you'll be get your 15 minutes of fame. But I'm talking about when you want to try to expose evil and you want to bring forward truth. It's very difficult because people don't want to hear it and they don't want to listen and nobody wants to help you today. Yes, we live in different times today than we did 30 years ago, obviously. Think. Get a grasp of reality and time and try to understand the times in which you live today. They're different than what they were many years ago. And compare it and, 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 and just look at how our realities have changed so much, how we've lost so many freedoms, 
how people become so mean and cruel and, and, and less caring and don't care about you. And, and, and you see it within your own families, let alone your friends out there. So, yeah, you have to understand this, and you have to really be careful. And I understand people out there are struggling, and it's hard, you know, people out there that are suffering. It's difficult. I get that, and you know, and then you have other people that live in a different type of bubble. They work, they, you know, they're going to work every day in their metal coffins, you know, go doing the same routine every Monday, every Friday, every Saturday, every single week. So, so it's it's a very very difficult. I understand that, you know, uh, to, to 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 understand truly what you know. If you're smart and you're intelligent and you and you're on the good side and you're doing the right thing, you know what I'm talking about. And there's not many of us out there. We're a dying breed. We're the last of the Mohegans. So all I can say is do your research, but be careful, but live your life, too, you know, the best you can. But as far as the EMT thing goes with Iran, um, you know, um, yeah, Iran, uh, I, you know, they, they don't care about this nuclear deal that Obama said. That, that's old news. They, believe me, they've made other deals since in the country of Iran. I mean, I don't even want to get into politics of that, really. Um, we got, they're trying to disarm us here in America. They're really biting down on this narrative of, of disarming the American people. It's really coming to play. It's really out there now. And the trolls and the bots and the fake computer programs that are out there now on social media, these phony profiles that are putting these phony comments up and everything, saying how you know to ban the Second Amendment and everything. And, and these people aren't real on social media. You have to understand that. Don't believe a lot of stuff what you see on social media. A lot of it's fake. But this narrative that they're putting out there now, I've never seen it really this bad. I mean, I remember Sandy Hook, and it got shut down pretty quick. Nothing happened. Obama got right on TV. Remember right after Sandy Hook? Well, look, we're not. <laughs> there's nothing we can do. We're not taking away anybody's guns. Don't worry about it. You know, because <laughs> he knew. You know, too many good people were out there still believing the Constitution, believing in freedom. But it's 2022 now. That was 2014, Sandy Hook. It's 2022 now. Almost 10 years later. The the 90-year-olds are gone that were around back then. The 80-year-olds are gone. You know, the people that grew up during the 40s and 50s and 30s or born in the 30s, they're pretty much gone. They don't have no say anymore. And if they are around, they're sitting in a rocking chair ready, just sleeping all day, getting ready to, getting to you know, check out. All right? They're gone. Just like my grandfather told me, I remember when I was looking at the Memorial Day Parade when, when I was a kid in 1980, 1981. He said, look at those guys marching right there. They were World War I veterans. He said, those are a dying breed. Those people aren't going to be around very much longer. So wave to them now. You know, and show your appreciation, because that generation's gone. It's going. And they were. They were dying off, you know, sure enough, within the next decade, they were all gone. You know, so there's not, nobody left from that era that could tell that could, you could sit down and what was World War I like? They can give you a firsthand account, what really, you know, eyewitness testimony. You know, real history, right to your face. You can't get that no more, can you? It's gone. You know, just like World War Two. And when it goes, wait till you see thirty years from now what they talk how they talk about World War Two. Just imagine what it'll be like. Look at nine eleven now. You know? I mean, just think about it. So the kids that were born on nine eleven are graduating from high school. You know, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a thing. Another generation has passed. So, so much has changed. And, and 
history, we will remember it and we perceive it really do by facts and by how it really happened. Only if you were, you know, and you, how many times you've had conversations with your friends? Yeah, you remember about two years ago when so-and-so did this? No, he didn't do that. No, he did this. No, weren't you there? Don't you remember? And, they're, and people, they'll argue with you. You, you, can't even, you can't even tell the facts of what really happened in between your little circles of what really happened in your household sometimes. You fa- your memories fade so bad. And you're going to tell me what happened in World War I and there's nobody left that's alive right now that survived it? And you're going to tell me history? That's why it's so important to document it and to archive it and, and to, to tell the, the truth over and over and over again. So it's embedded in people's minds. Because memories fade, ideas grow differently, and people think differently, and people come up with different, different ways of looking at what happened yesterday. And it gets blown out of proportion. And then we start applying our lives tomorrow because we think what happened yesterday is what really happened. It really didn't happen. And now we're, th- we're living accordingly to what we were supposed to learn from yesterday. When what we think we learned from yesterday really didn't happen because we've come up with our own, in our own minds, what we think happened, which wasn't the truth. So you have to be careful, you know? <laughs> if you could follow me on that one there. <laughs> Somebody just sent me a message. They said, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what they just said. <laughs> I know it's hard, but it's one of those oxymoron things, you know. But anyway, uh, so 657-383-0616, press the number one if you got a comment or you want to talk. Tomorrow night, uh, remember, the Republic show is supposed to be on. Uh, I'm, a, I'm trying to get this guy on. Uh, I'm trying to get do an interview here with, my, with the sheriff of my county. Or, the, excuse me, the gentleman that's running for sheriff in my county. I'm trying to get a one-on-one phone interview with this individual and uh, get him on, on the, uh, the podcast. I've, I've already posed the question of, are you, will, are you, will you be a constitutional sheriff? And can you please define what a constitutional sheriff is? And it spewed up a little bit of controversy on social media, that question, and some people are asking questions. And by no means, I'm not trying to attack the character of the guy. I want to make sure that in my county I have a sheriff that... Is, you know, is is constitutional and respects the Constitution. I want I want to make sure that if Joe Biden signs an executive order that says you're going to kick down my door and do this or do that or, or what have you, and you're going to disobey the Constitution, then I need to know that. I want to know. You know, so so this way here, I know what I'm in store for in my backyard, in my community. We all should. We all should be prepared. We should all know who our representatives are. We should know. Restoring the republic lawfully or whatnot, whatever stance you take, whatever whatever you believe, still these de facto uh, people in, that are representing us in the, the public offices, they they're you know we have to know who's there. It's our responsibility, our duty as citizens to understand, to understand the times in which we live today, the title of this show. And if you don't, shame on you. Phone number six five seven three eight three zero six one six. If anybody's got something important they want to share or. Uh, or a story or something they want to talk about here, you're more than welcome. And uh, before I cut my own self off there, um, uh, tomorrow night, the Republic, like I said, will be on. We'll have citizens of the Republic, uh, leaders from the Republic. We'll, we'll, you'll have a chance to converse with them, listen to them. And they'll, they, they're on only for about 30 minutes. So uh, they'll go longer if we get more people calling and asking questions. But if not, there'll be about a dozen of them on, on this platform here, like, like we had last week. 
and uh, it was a good podcast. Go back and listen to it last Tuesday and uh, talk about the, some of the issues that are important that we can touch upon real quick, uh, they touch upon real quick, and uh, it's your chance to engage with them. And they're waiting uh, 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 for the American people to wake up or waiting for this, this government to collapse. And uh, I don't think it's going to go smoothly, but the transition, but, you know, we have a lawful way to take care of things. The laws, look, we have the laws written and documented on the books. All we have to do is apply them uh, properly. And you have to go go back to the records of history and understand what has happened and how far we've gone off track. We've talked about it so much over the years on this show. what has happened to our country and why we're in the situation we're in. And we understand, we can see it happening right before our very eyes. I mean, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, it doesn't matter. What matters is if you're going to do what's right. That's what matters. So these shows are archived for you to listen to because I want the truth archived. And I want, and I, and I try to get the truth to you as best as I can and, and and tell you the things that are happening out there the best as I can with the knowledge that I have and what information I get and obtain, I share with you out there. So, uh, and I was going to do something here tonight. I was going to call a few of these uh, places here. The, I was going to call a couple of sheriff's departments, actually, or police stations, and ask them what and we've posed this question before in the past. Well. Uh, with all this talk of gun control, I'm just curious, um, you as an officer or you as a department um, or representing your department, if the president signs an executive order, if the governor says, hey, you've got to uh, confiscate everybody's firearms or, or um, will you do that? Will you do that? Will you obey whatever the government says? Uh, you know, if Joe Biden signs the executive, says, uh, that's it, no more uh, uh, AR-15s, no more semi-automatics, no more magazines that are are more than uh, 10 rounds. Uh, you have 30 days to turn them all in if you don't. Um, we have a registry, and uh, we have we have your, your numbers here from where you bought them at the gun stores. Uh, we're going to be knocking at your door, and we're going to ask you to turn them in. And uh, if you don't, then, uh, you know, some, maybe some departments may take the stance of, well, if you don't turn them in, okay, back another time, you know, or, or there'll be a warrant placed under for your arrest. You'll be pulled over with your family going out to dinner or grocery shopping or something, or whatever have you. They've got, they got so many ways to get you. I want to know, will they obey that order? Will they obey an unlawful order? Because that is an unlawful order. That is unlawful. Shall not be infringed. The Second Amendment is absolute. It is what it is, means what it says, and says what it means. Shall not be infringed, period. The First Amendment is what it means, and says what it means. Fourth, fifth, sixth. There, 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 is, there, is, no, there is no toying with it. There's no regulating. Well, yeah, of course, I like this, I like them all, just that. No. No. Means it, it's 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 it's. I just don't understand what you don't understand. Take the First Amendment as a whole. The First Amendment provides that Congress make no law respecting an establishment 
of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. What don't you understand about this? That first sentence right there, the First Amendment provides that Congress make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It protects freedom of speech, the press assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress grievances. Just don't understand. It's not that hard. It mean the words are right there for you. And uh, you know, I mean, I just uh, what don't you understand? I don't get it. You know, and people people will still argue with you though. Oh no, oh no, you can't say this. You can't say that. You know, peaceful protest. <laughs> peaceful protest. <laughs> get a permit. <laughs> the city says you have to get a permit to protest, to assemble. You need per- a permit, permission to assemble, to bring your grievances. Protects freedom of speech, the press, assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. It's not that hard. It's self-explanatory. It's up to you, though, to live by it. And if you allow these people in office that don't or start making regulations, codes, and statutes that infringe upon that right that I just read to you, that right that is God-given, we are endowed by our Creator, then shame on you. Unseat them. Why do we have Dianne Feinstein in public office for 40 years? Why do we have Joe Biden in for 50 years? Why? Why? Why would that man be in elected office for 50 years? You want to tell me the last 50 years we've been just perfect in this country? Everything's been great? You've got to be kidding me, man. Who could think such a thing? Oh, I'm not going to read some of these messages I'm getting. Get ready. Yeah, I was going to do that here tonight. I, it's kind of late. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, calling these people now, I think we'll just agitate them. You know, I don't think that's, you know, I should. If you want, I'll tell you what. I'll, let me get my phone list out here. Let's see, which ones do I have here? We'll get a, we'll, let's do something live here. Why not? What the heck? Might as well. i got the time here. All right, let's see here. What do we got here? All right, routine number there. Let's call this routine number. See what we got. What we can get here. Call them up live. Get some. See if we can get some. Uh, ask them. Pose this question to them. Why not? What the heck? All right, eight six six. Let's see here. And five one one. One one one. All right, here we go. Let's give them a call. See what we got. See what happens. It is late though. You have reached the Pinal County Sheriff's Office. If you have an emergency, please hang up and dial 911. Se ha comunicado con el Departamento del Alguacil del Condado Pinal. Si tiene una emergencia, por favor cuelgue y marque 911. Si gustaría seguir su llamada en español, marque el número 1. If you would like to have a deputy respond to take your report, or if you would like to speak with a member of the Communications Division, please press 2. If you would like to request a copy of a report or speak to a member of the records unit, please press 3. If you have questions about an inmate or would like to speak with the Pinal County Jail, hang up and dial 
3550358. If you have missed any portion of this message and would like to hear it again, please remain on the line or press zero. You have reached the Pinal County Sheriff's Office. If you have an oh. emergency, please hang up and dial 911. All right. They give you that option there of, of, of call, pressing, and everyone knows when I do live calls, I can't. it does not give me an option here. So we'll try another one there that we can get a live one there. That was the sheriff, so they're not open. Um, let me try the this this department here, municipality. They're, they're open. It's a routine number. It's a non-emergency, so call them up, and uh, hopefully we can get somebody here. Can't even read my damn hand, my own handwriting here. Sometimes uh, I scribble down these numbers in a hurry. I'm like, oh, show's gonna be on in ten minutes. I got plenty of time in reality to do it. Okay, let's try this one here. one right here this is another one here I got a bunch of them here but I, you just got to get the live ones and then if they say close then obviously I can't do that one but I'm gonna let me see hang on this one this one says it's open so let's try this one here and uh, here we go all right try that one Carla. Uh, yes, how you doing? I was just wanted to ask you a question. Uh, if, I, if you got the time, I don't know if you do or if you're busy or not, but I'm just uh, sure, curious. Uh, okay, well, I was just wondering, as far as the, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk nowadays on the news media and whatnot, and they're going to be imposing restrictions on the Second Amendment, and I was just wondering, if they were to ban the semi-automatic or large-capacity magazines, like they like to call them, uh, is your do you have your department? Do you have a stance on? Are you going to obey uh, an executive order by the president to, you know, enforce a ban like that? You know, if they put a restriction down like that, I'm just curious. So actually, sir, I can't answer that. I'm, I'm because I'm not an officer. If you okay. can give me a specific city that you're wanting to know that in, I can get you over to a deputy. But right now, all my South County deputies are tied up on traffic. Yeah. And no, I'm not busy, sure we've been told anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Do you have a uh, information or public affairs uh, number that I can call maybe tomorrow morning or something? Yeah. Let me get that for you just a second, sir. All righty. Yeah, I certainly don't want to, uh, you know, call them up if they're busy, you know, or call somebody that's live on the road or something. I'm probably just going to 
give her give her another minute here, and then she probably can't find it. I don't even know which one this is. I called. Which does anybody remember what she said when she answered the phone? I didn't catch that. Mm. I hate to say happy. Okay, to sorry. I apologize about oh, that. Yep, that's all right. Go ahead. I'm ready. Okay, it's nine two eight five two four four two zero zero. And if that doesn't, just give us a call back because some of our numbers have not been working. I understand. All right, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. Bye. All right, bye. All right. Well, you know, try to help. We'll see. If they're too late, that's what I was saying. I'd be too late. If I the West Coast would be good if I started at seven o'clock. If I start at seven, seven thirty. If I do the West Coast, it's three hours behind, so it's like four o'clock out there. Then you can get a hold of somebody. But uh, you know, at ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock at night, you're not gonna get a hold of anybody who wants to answer any questions. Hell, they, they're probably trying to go to sleep right now. <laughs> you know, but now they're busy answering car crashes, drunk drivers, and stuff like that. So, and that leads me to that question. You know, look, you know, you got people out there. You know, they're driving around. What do you do? You know, you got idiots out there in society. What do you do? You know, well, really. You know, it goes, it's it's a freaking question that starts with educating the young, restoring the family, having a community-based partnership amongst everybody, you know, knowing your neighbors. You know, we are detached from each other, so... Uh, you know, it's a, we, we've we've gone into these debates and these questions on this podcast show. To the one that just sent me this message right now, we've gone, we've asked these questions, and we get to a gridlock point where it's like, you know, we got to rely on God, maybe our higher power, to fix things because things are really getting out of, out of getting out of control. You know, um, yeah. So tomorrow night will be a good podcast. So check it out. It'll be actually five thirty Central Time, six thirty Eastern Standard Time. If things change. If it changes, if we're not on at 6.30, that means I was able, able to establish that interview for tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. Because that's what I had tried to schedule for 7.30 p.m. interview with a candidate here. Actually, he's a police officer, actually, but, and uh, he's running for sheriff. So he's, he is a member of law enforcement. So I'm trying to get him on. I'm not going to say any names who it is yet until I can confirm the interview. So I don't want anyone attacking him or, or, or anyone pulling any nonsense because this is a live radio podcast. And you know what you get when you got the Internet. You got a bunch of idiots out there, and so you got to be careful. So, but once we record it live, you know it is what it is. I don't do no editing or, uh, you know, taking things out and splicing it and then changing the voice around. I don't do none of that. Everything's one hundred percent live, unscreened, uncensored. Bam! You got what you get. Get what you got when you deal with me. So, um, all right. But anybody else out there? Nobody wants to check in tonight. That's fine. Uh, I want to say thanks for listening, and uh, God bless our republic and take care, everybody.